0: Alright, how's everyone doing? My name is Rob from Rob's School of Music, and today on the podcast live stream, we're going to be talking to two incredible women who make fantastic coffee, Jody and Christine from Java Love. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, Rob. Awesome. So so basically, my my story here is, you know, we're a music school, and once COVID hit, we kind of just pivoted and, and moved everything online to try and, uh, you know, keep everyone safe. Um and over the course of, you know, nearly a year of this, it's been so fascinating and inspiring to see other businesses, you know, adapting and evolving and pivoting and, and just creating, you know, new versions of themselves. So, I mean, you guys were here in suffering that oh, location I'm was sure. not even a year, sure. right? Maybe a little over a year when everything the fan. So still killing it. I see every day. I see the line out in front. So that's awesome. <laughs> um, how did you get started? How, how did you guys meet? And, and just, you know, what's the story? That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, Joe, do you want to answer this one? Okay. Well, it
1: actually, it started 10 years ago. Um, We started in the Catskills in Sullivan County and we wanted to be part of the economic development of the area. and we had this romantic notion of let's start a little business.
2: <laughs> it was not supposed to be successful, by the way. So there was no, and, there was no plan. Think, yeah. Don't go to a bank and say, Hey, we're thinking about opening a business, but we don't think it's going to be successful. <laughs> and then look, so what? yeah. So, uh, um, so we, we, we purchased an existing coffee company and and part of uh, part of us purchasing them was that they had to train us. So both Jody and I were trained to roast coffee. Right, Joe?
1: It was a long time ago. And from that time, I have not been allowed to touch the equipment since. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So I uh, I started roasting the coffee and we were just a little a, a 600 square foot room with our roaster and and enough room for one or two customers, maybe. So we would always say we have a line out the door because there's more than two customers in the shop. And then we, it turned out we were pretty good at this coffee roasting thing and we were both i'm a journalist and jody's a child psychologist so we kind of joke that of course we would open a coffee roasting company it's Why a not? natural
1: progression yes of course
0: wow. so That's-
1: here we are um, years later yeah. we we had this little shop and people are like you're opening an organic coffee roasting company on this little lake in Kanianga Lake in Sullivan County we're like why not and people really liked the coffee which was really unexpected um and from that time we've had a philosophy um that sort of Christine came up with I'm sort of the Pros and cons, like let's make a list. You know, what are we doing? And I said to Christine, "I'm like, well, how are we going to know like what we're supposed to do with this company?" And she said, "Well, we're going to keep moving forward until we can't anymore." I like that. And I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about because that doesn't look like a list to me." But okay.
2: <laughs> and and she will every once in a while. I'll still hear just keep stepping forward just keep stepping forward <laughs> you
0: know? and it
2: is it's it's you know certainly not um i think we we've, we've certainly become better business people through the years and and so we've built that muscle but i think we also believe in we're very blessed and we we believe in abundance and and we really have never come to anything, any any choice in our company from a place of of scarcity, or what if this doesn't work, or um, we just it's like well, let's just let's see if it will work, and if it will work, what will it look like? Because it may not look like the the last two things we tried and maybe succeeded in it's going to look something it's going to look completely different so yeah
0: that's very cool you know I, I tell you being my background is uh, prior to having the music school um, I toured as a musician that's what I did and, and even up until COVID hit I was still gigging you know three to five nights a week and um, one of our favorite things always to do when we were out on the road is find these small local coffee shop because that's where you're gonna find the most real people, the coolest people. If you want to feel the energy of a town, it's usually kept in the coffee shop. You know? yeah. And and when you guys opened up here in Suffron I mean, Saturday mornings—that's where I got my breakfast every day. That was like my escape to kind of get away from the school and the chaos. Cause Saturday is a pretty crazy day here. Mm-hmm. And like, I'd have my front desk person. I'd be like, "I'll be back in a couple minutes." I come back an hour later, nice and full, ready for a nap. But then I bought the coffee to recharge me. And uh, just you know, the, the cold i haven't been to the other locations, but if they're mm-hmm. anything like what you've done here, it's just you've created something really, really incredible. Um, thank you. How, how did? Yeah, totally thank you for bringing it into suffering, you know, into the community here. We needed something like that here. And, and it's definitely, you know, what you did with that building is beautiful. And now you have the outdoor seating, which is gorgeous, which I recommend everyone to go check out. Um, How did you move from the Catskills to Montclair?
1: That's a good question. <laughs> um, we, we actually lived Lived in New Jersey. Okay. And sort of reverse commuted to the Catskills half the time. Um, we're like, well, it sort of worked there. So let's try it here. Um, so we had two shops in Montclair and our roastery was up in the Catskills and we really needed to bring the roaster more equidistant to the shops. And did a lot of research and and worked with um the people in Rockland County. And they wanted to show us, you know, that spot across from the bank that they own, like in the corner. Mm. I think there's a, a fitness place there now. Yeah. But we were looking across the street, you know, the mayor was there, you know, the small town. And I'm like, well, this isn't gonna work for us, but what's going on with this building across the street? And Ari, one of our landlords and one of the architects in town um, happened to be standing there on the corner. And he's like, well, funny you should mention it because we just bought that building. (laughs) So it was very serendipitous and, you know, you're right. the, The hub of community happens in a coffee shop and, you know, we also are very, um, grateful that we have an amazing team and we have a come as you are authentic, you know, come as your authentic self. They're like people come in from the interview on an interview and they're like, what about my tattoos? And uh, like, whatever yeah. <laughs> You know, if you're not comfortable, it's not going to be a comfortable, you know place to be. So one of the challenges we've we've faced through COVID, you know, is how do we create this community when no one can really come inside? Because at twenty five percent capacity, that's like two people for us.
2: Yeah, and and I think I think like Jody said, the the come as you are, and and that that I think because that is who our team is, and 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 I think that that feeling spreads to the people who come to, to visit the shop and get coffee or breakfast. And, um, you know, there, there's just, it is fun and joyful and, and happy and, and that's what it should be. I mean, it shouldn't be, you know, a person getting you a cup of coffee in the morning shouldn't be angst ridden and angry about what it's like. It, 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 Coffee is a really wonderful thing. I mean, every community, um, you know, not just the community that we that we get to serve and share our coffee with, but the coffee community as a whole is an amazing community and, and gracious and just lucky to be a part of all of them.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely want to pick apart the whole process of that. But you said a word that I wrote it down. If you ever see me looking down, I'm scribbling because I have insane ADD. So if something triggers me, if I don't write it down, it's gone as quick as it got in there. But authentic, that's mm-hmm. something that, that, you know, again, having a music school, there are many other music schools in Rockland County. I'm, I'm not spoiling a secret. Anyone can find them. Um, a handful of them are, are corporate um, businesses, franchises. And I have a friend who actually works the SEO for one of them at their headquarters. And they literally train their employees to use whatever cool hip word is occurring at the time. So, you know, like, <laughs> uh you, spit, you know, what's the T or I'm, I'm 38 years old. So like, <laughs> like, like, and for me, like, if I say dude, like, and that's just how I talk. I've been talking that way since I'm a kid, but they're, they're training the staff at some of these corporate music schools to act a particular way. And I feel like, if you wow. walk into, you know, a, a chain corporate coffee uh, store with a with a green logo, sometimes yeah. it, it feels that way too, where it's it's a forced vibe, whereas you know your staff is always incredibly friendly, and you know you just want to talk to them. That you know they're just like fun people, the tattoos, different hair, different okay. piercing. Like, yeah, what, what's going on? Like, yeah, I love, that. I love that. That's real, and and that's so authentic. So. It's working. that's I notice it <laughs> thanks, yeah,
1: you know one of the things and we talk about this a lot, you know, what makes us different. You can get coffee anywhere. you know, and one of the things that continues to stand out is that you know, connection, like we're so once removed, you know, with technology and now especially with covid, you know, everyone is so isolated that, that that connection and that authentic connection is so important and i think it really makes makes your day when you step up to the door and there's someone there that knows you knows your name like they may even have a drink ready for you Sometimes our baristas have the drink ready and the person's like, Oh, I feel bad, but I wanted to try something different today. You know, they're, everyone's really proud that they got the drink, right? But they're like, Oh, you know, so that's really, it's, it's a core value, you know, and, and coffee is the perfect vehicle to bring that all together.
0: Definitely. Definitely. What is the process? Like when you, so you roast the beans, Mm -hmm. what, what is, what is coffee, forgive my ignorance, but how do you get it? And then when you roast it and then how does it get from the plant to my belly?
2: No, it's, it's fine. It's, I I think, you know, I think like Jody just said that, you know, I think, uh, I think a lot of people are, and I, I don't think this has to do with COVID. I think it has to do with our, our, our culture as a whole is, is we're pretty removed from our, our food sources and our, you know, where, where, where does our food come from? And why is that, why is that important to know? And I think, um, you know, coffee, you know, people will, you know, kind of buck and why, why why am I paying $2 for a cup of coffee? And it's like, well, if, if we paid what it should cost, because based on the number of people and the, and the man hours to make one cup of coffee, it would cost you about $12. So, you know, the, the, the cost of coffee is really actually very reasonable. So we get our coffee in, in, it comes as green beans or, or seeds basically in 150 pound bags. So we have about 3000 pounds of beans delivered every other week. And we roast about a thousand to 1300 pounds a week. Wow. So, and we, we roast it 25 pounds at a time. We have a, a 12 kilo roaster. So, it's a very small process. The green beans, um, and they're from every growing region around the world. So, Central America, South America, Sumatra, Africa. Um, and then we have a specific profile for each type of bean. Um, and each roast takes about 14 to 16 minutes, and and we roast them anywhere to 425, 26 degrees up to 470 degrees. So uh, and and that difference in in temperature is what gives us the different flavor profiles and why the the beans look. Some beans have oil, some beans don't. So, um, it's, it's a, it's, I, I always say roasting, it's, it's a really beautiful dance between art and science.
0: I like that a lot. That is, a it's, really a, it's,
2: cool it's, it's wonderful. It's so fun. Yeah.
0: How do you, um, I'm going to get nerdy here, so forgive okay. me, but we're going to ride away. So how do you like different regions? The The beans taste different from different places. Mm-hmm. Can you... If you're trying to, can you can you blend beans to come up with different things? Yeah. So we,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's it. So you know, and I'll I'll get just as nerdy. I'll get just as nerdy back, Rob. Here we go. Um, So uh, when you blend beans, so a blend is two or more beans in pulled together, um, and you can either blend beans to accentuate qualities. So you can blend a, a smoky, dark roasted bean with like a really earthy, big flavored bean, and you would just you just have this like monster flavor, or you blend to balance. So if you have this really big earthy bean and you blend it with a really sweet, kind of mellow bean they're going to balance each other out and and make you know kind of this nice balanced coffee um i think the 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 best example jody knows which one i'm going to use don't you yes (laughs) um our our badass brew which is i think is our top seller and i don't know if it's because of the name or because of the blend itself but um It's a four bean blend, and there are two kind of bigger, bold beans and two lighter beans. It took me about three months to come up with this blend. So it starts off like really bold, it's just like this huge mouthful, and then it just balances out into this really soft coffee. So you can Drink it black. You don't have to add sugar or milk or anything, and so you can drink black coffee and feel like a badass. So that is, uh, and it was it was named after um, an experience with a a young woman in Soho, who we uh, we were at an event and she came up and ordered a like a ten ounce coffee, and she pulls six Splenda out of her purse. I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm not. I mean, I, I I wasn't trying to be preachy, but it was like oh, one, you're going to kill yourself. Two, just give it a shot. And so I talked her into trying it black because I she she said, it's just coffee's bitter. I said, no, 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 coffee should not be bitter. I said, just try it black if you don't like it. Let's add some milk. And then if you don't like it, throw all the splendid you in it. So she took a sip and it was in this old warehouse and she screams at the top of her lungs. I am a badass, I am drinking black coffee, like screams it. And we just cracked up. And so for like the next half hour, you could hear her in different parts of this warehouse <laughs> still screaming that she was a badass drinking black coffee. So she, when she came back for a second cup, I told her I was gonna make her her own blend. When I finally got it, I sent her and her mom a couple bags of badass. So. That that's
0: her brew. I love that. That's so cool. Like it was fun. I I'm I, I am a wine drinker. Um I have Invino Veritas tattooed across my chest. Um uh, so yeah. <laughs> love point. that. <laughs> but the, the the blending aspect of that, I love that. I have been to Napa a bunch of times, just own a restaurant. I did not realize coffee works the same way. So you're in essence making a proprietary blends that are something you've you've created something. That's yeah really cool and, oh. and we're gonna have
2: we're gonna have to talk because i'm also a certified sommelier so we'll uh yeah we'll have we'll have some fun
0: yeah all oh, right oh my god i'm, I'm all distracted. i don't have
2: a, i don't have a tattoo though
0: so that's okay no. that's, a that's a, that's <laughs> a that's a whole story <laughs> um oh, wow that was i'm just like that totally took me off my track um what about your 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 branding is so on point? I remember when the Suffern location first opened, you're at the street fair. You were giving out the the palm cards, and and the stickers, and and are with the stamp on on the 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 so you don't burn your hand sleeve and on on the paper bags. Like that's something within the school. Like I, I had my logo, my logo's everywhere. You know, I, I introduce everybody. Hey, now, Rob from Rob School of Music. Like it's just it's <laughs> Um, I don't even say the Rob's, the from, it's just, hey, now Rob, Rob School of Music. It's it's absurd. But whose idea was it? How'd you come up with the logo and just, you know, really just putting so much attention to that detail?
1: When we we first started, because we were up in the Catskills, we were right down the street from um, Bethel Woods, the original site of 1969 Woodstock. So we wanted our name to somehow reflect sort of the love and the grooviness of the area and sort of hint towards that a little bit. Um, But we also were very involved with the agriculture of the area. Um, So we were at farmer's markets, we sourced a lot of um, farm fresh food, Um, from the local farmers and local artisans. And we loved, um, I think we were at a farm market and someone had like old milk bottles and they used to have these really cool designs on them. Right, Christine? Like the little paper tops. They were the The paper paper
2: tops that came on top of a a glass milk bottle. And they, if you... If you like, just if you if you search like, paint like cardboard milk caps, the art and it. it I I think I mean so it it goes back to like the forties and fifties. So it's this very um, kind of uh, block printy type uh, art, and so that's kind of what we were motivated to kind of try to try to replicate. <laughs> a little bit. I
1: think only we would know that. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. But that was the original motivation. Um And, you know, since then, we've always prioritized, you know, sustainability and um, care for the environment, and really trying to hook in to as many local resources as possible. So Part of the branding, we brought um, a lot of wood and reclaimed wood and barn wood from the Catskills to all of our shops. So, you know, sort of reusing materials. And we also have a lot of practices in the shop um, for sustainability, like compostable cups and bringing a reusable jar for a discount on your coffee beans. We used to do travel mugs. The discount, but in COVID we're yeah. back to paper right now, but we'll get back to it. Um, and that also goes to how we source our green beans um, from farms that we know the farming practices that, that they're doing and that they're um, working with respect to the farmers and the land and. Um, giving the farmers proper wages and, and health care. So great. it runs deep. <laughs> yeah.
2: That's think, awesome. And I think the, this is, I, I may get a little mushy here. Try not to tear up, Rob. Um, I, I think.
0: It happens once a month. So okay. I'm ready. It
2: was, it was, I mean, I think it's when we started the company it, again, 10 years ago, and we are so blessed to be where we are you know, Java love was, was like, it was one name. And, 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 you know, the Java part is super important. The coffee part is hugely important. That's our, that's a core. But I feel like the, the love part is kind of the coffee is the vehicle for us to get to do the love part. And the love part is giving back and, and being sustainable and, um, so it just kind of became the vehicle for us to, to get to do, um, the love part,
0: if you will. That is beautiful. Wow. I'm, I mean, thank you so much for doing this. Like I, I'm just learning so much <laughs> and it, like, that, you know, like that's, you feel that when you're there, you feel yeah. like I, I'm going to keep circling back to the, the vibe and the energy and the culture. Like. When I was when I first found this location here in Suffern, because the music store that I was operating out of was closing that location. I was like, oh, my gosh, in like a week, I had to find a spot and I found it here and I grew up in Suffern. So this is you know my town. Um, it was so conscious of me that I wanted to make it. A place where people felt comfortable to hang out and kids could be themselves and grownups could try to achieve something that they never thought they could. A lot of people, you know, I wanted to when I was a kid, but now it's too late. It's never too late. Um, and and COVID sort of robbed us here of the of that culture where you would have someone come in at four o'clock for the guitar lesson and all of a sudden it's 930 and mom's picking them up. And they've been hanging out in the front watching concert DVDs and popping into other people's lessons. And, and you know. Hearing someone else, it, it, it's different, but it's the same in a way where you're just using your business as a way to give back and, and share this and, and kind of pay it forward. Um, so I, 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 I'm all about that. That's that's really great. Thank you. I was going to say
2: I I came um, during the street fair. The the it, I, I I think I spent more time up at your shop than I actually spent down <laughs> at <laughs> ours. Because there's so, I mean, what you, what you had up there was, is just, it's phenomenal. And I, you know, I just kept running up to see who was playing. And, and uh, so, thank yeah, you. you, you got it. It's awesome. Thank you so
0: much. Yeah, that's, I think, thank you. That that's just, again, speechless. Thank you. I think bringing that type of energy anywhere is going to make a difference now. And, mm-hmm. and yeah. So let's talk about COVID a bit and how that's tried to steal our energy away. <laughs> so, like I, like I, I, I don't remember if I said it at the beginning or I said it off camera, but you know, watching local businesses find ways to reinvent and sustain and push through all of this, it's so incredibly inspiring. Um, how what what was your COVID journey like? You know, like for for us here, we shut down in-person lessons March. 8th or 7th of last year, yes, and we've yes. been full virtual ever since, um, which was a little bit before things got super crazy. But what was it like for you, you know, when all that hit the fan?
1: We We closed everything down in March for at least, I don't know, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. Did have our online shop going, and we also do um, wholesale. So wholesale and online were still going. All of our shops were closed, and we became a fully family business with um, the teenage kids <laughs> um, packaging coffee in Suffern. Um, they would do school there. And in between, during their study halls, we would have them working and they became our social media team. And um, they're 17 and 14. And then we were like, okay, what can we do next? And we really wanted to serve the community. And that's when No one wanted to go to the grocery store and you couldn't get a slot on a delivery. So we started putting um, some breakfast and lunch kits together because we could still source from our uh, restaurant and food um, purveyors. So we would do, you know, pancake breakfast and we put in bacon and pancake mix and milk and eggs and all the things, toilet paper. We are giving out free toilet paper because we could get this, this commercial, <laughs> these huge commercial rolls of toilet paper, um, you know, from our, our restaurant people. So we did that for a while. And then, you know, as time has gone on, we've learned more about COVID and how to stay safe. But you know, we have over 30 employees who are very anxious. You know, some of our stores, you could see hundreds of people in a day and it's very nerve wracking. So that's been at the forefront to keep, you know, our staff and our team as safe as possible and to keep the customers as safe as possible. We don't really want to be getting into fights with people about wear a mask in the store. You know, we're not, in the business of policing masks. So we made the decision to just have door service. We've expanded, you know, our delivery options. We're doing free delivery right now. Um, and you can get everything at our door. And so we we, you know, were able to do that fairly well until it got freezing cold. <laughs> <laughs> that who wants to wait outside, you know, for your cup of coffee and your an icicle. So um, we worked with someone to help us create outdoor spaces at all of the shops that are inviting with heaters and to just make it more of a comfortable spot when you are picking something up. And in Suffern, we just, you know, Having your own business, and I'm sure you realize this too, like you learn so much about things you never thought you would have to learn about. Yeah. Right. (laughs) So now I am well-versed in the snow load poundage for tents (laughs) materials. (laughs) So when in the fall, most states, had everybody take down their tents mm. but if you had certain you know snow load you could keep your tents up so we worked with someone who imported a tent from canada there you go <laughs> those canadians right. it's in canada Canadian yeah of course they have a high snow load um and a designer who helped us put together an inviting space that was socially distant. And it's so whimsical and so fun and just a really bright spot. And there are heaters and it's really been been successful so far.
0: It's beautiful. I mean, I I, I live in um, Harriman, so I come down, I pass every day. Oh, that's it's just it's pretty. And that's when it's cold and everything is still dismal and places are you know having a hard time seeing something like that, it, it's, again, it, it's motivating and it, it light brightens your day. You're getting a great cup of coffee, you know, some good breakfast and you get a beautiful space to enjoy it if you want to eat or just while you're hanging out. So that's again, mission accomplished, you know?
2: Yeah. I think, really? I think the, the, the whimsical part of it, I think, you know, I think, I think a lot of, you know, there, there are some restaurants that are just like, they have created amazing beautiful uh elegant spaces and I think we I I think we kind of with Jody and the designer it's like we started there and then we took it to just this we've got to have fun I mean people have to smile and have fun and have levity and and I think that is that the space in in suffering definitely does that and um and i think all of our spaces all the shops do i think they're they're super fun
0: perfect perfect um you mentioned the online and then the wholesale side of things so how how far into this journey were you before you started to grow i mean your website is fantastic and you can buy stuff there and then like how How did you get into that world? Because that's a different space, and then the the sourcing and customer service and and the shipping—that's a lot of hats to wear.
2: So we we and and Jody, you may have wanted to start, but I jumped in first. Um, So we at when when we started the business, we had a little tiny online presence and just a few customers. Um, So our online shop was it existed um it's been in existence since we started but certainly with covid it it just exploded and um and i think you know for for up until about november we were do we were knocking it out of the park in in getting everybody their coffees and then uh no. the post, the post office just they had, they hit a rough spot. And so we hit a rough spot as well. Um, And it, it was a tough three months, November through January, because we had people who, you know, they would write and say, I ordered coffee for a Christmas gift and it's still not here. And we 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 sent out a lot of extra coffee and thank God everybody, like mid-January, I think everybody got their coffee. So there were some people who just have this abundance and, you know, they would pay right back and say, "My my coffee finally got here. Do you want me to just send it back? And I, you know, we would just say, no, just, you know, you know give it forward. forward give it to your neighbors give it to your postman <laughs> you know, just just share it because you know we uh you know we we just want it let's just keep moving forward and not try to undo what 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 it was but all I mean our online customers are are amazing and then um Joe do you want to talk about wholes- wholesale is we have some amazing partners in wholesale
1: mm-hmm. when we started because we started this organic coffee company in the middle of Sullivan County. We didn't know what it was going to look like. So we're like, well, if no one comes to buy coffee in the store, we should like try to do some wholesale, you know, diversify. That's a business word. Like we're going to (laughs) diversify. Right. (laughs) So we had this online shop, um, which actually worked pretty well because it was very seasonal up there. And so people from the city would come up, You know, they had second homes or they'd come for a holiday and they would fall in love with the coffee and then continue to order it throughout the year. And that was always shocking to us, right, Christine? Like you live in the city, you live in Brooklyn and this is your favorite coffee? Like you have coffee all over the place. My my favorite is the people who would, they, they would leave, you know, after
2: Memorial day or what I mean, like labor day. And uh, they'd come in the shop and they would pick up like five bags and I'd be like, um, you're like, okay. And they're like, I'm going back to Brooklyn. I'm going to be back for a while. I'm like, you, you can't swing a cat in Brooklyn without hitting a, a coffee roaster. They're like, yeah, yeah, but it's not like this. And it was like, Okay,
1: we're doing something right? So okay yeah. yeah. And then you know, because we wanted to partner with a lot of the local restaurants and markets, we started a wholesale business and that's been going really well. We have some really amazing wholesale partners in in Rockland County. We're in um, the new, uh, RCC, um, culinary school in, um, Nyack. Right? Nyack. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> market, market on Hudson. Yeah. Which is great. Um, we have a new, uh, partner in Westchester County called farmers grind and they're up for the best coffee shop in Westchester. Um, like a reader's poll. So it's fun working with them, you know. So it really, we really get to have fun and and create even different blends, like specialty blends for our wholesale accounts, which is also that's always
0: fun. Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible. I, I I see musicians now. A lot of bands are, as I said, in a oh, thing. Musicians and coffee. I mean, we don't sleep. Um, they're doing like these signature. Blends for different bands. And I at first I thought they were just throwing their brand on something pre-existent because up until about 20 minutes ago, I didn't know you could literally make something unique to it. But it's just it, coffee is such a universal thing that you know, you know, collaborating, which my wheels are turning right now, we'll talk later. Yep. Um <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you, you could do some really cool stuff with that, and it's just so, so You guys are killing it. That's really cool. Congrats mm-hmm. to you.
2: I think one one of our one of our favorite Little little mu- musician musician hit is uh, so we were still it must it must have been like eight nine years ago. Um, Fish came through and did a a, a three day weekend Memorial Day weekend at uh at Bethel Woods, and um, we we were not we just the coffee house, but we were also um, we would just fill up people's water. So literally, we would just like they bring jugs and whatever and we were just like the watering place and uh we bethel woods would sometimes like backstage they would give like local products whatever to to band members and about a couple weeks after they the band left we got a coffee order from them they were on the road so they ordered more java love on the road and i was like that was like our claim to be Oh my god! That <laughs> was, was the best. I, was so I only sorry. ordered
1: it once, but that was
2: enough. I didn't care.
0: Yeah, Trey wanted your coffee. You're winning. Yeah. I
2: was like, <laughs> oh, this is the best. This is so cool.
0: Wow, you guys are rock stars. Yeah. rock stars. You're coffee rock stars. Coffee rock
1: stars. Yes. We're yep.
2: We're rock roasters.
0: I <laughs> like that. Rock roasters. um Let me see here. I have one more question, and I don't know how to phrase the question. So and it's just it's coffee, prepara- coffee preparation, again, going down my my over analytical nerdy place. So if you're making coffee at home, a lot of people crap on the Keurig machines and then the French press. And now I see people are doing it with the filter and then they drip the water on top uh, versus like uh, you don't want to, uh, espresso like like what? If I'm drinking it, what makes it different through the variety of preparational styles? If pre- preparational, I don't know if that's a word, but go with it. It is now. Okay.
2: For it's what you like, it's what okay. tastes good to you, and I think you know. I think there are some quitey people who will be like, "Oh, well, you have to." It's like no, whatever's best, you know, for you and however you like it. I think um, the. It starts with having fresh coffee, so freshly roasted coffee. Um, if you're should you buying,
0: be, should you be grinding it right before you make it, or is it okay yeah. to have it-
2: I mean, okay. it's, I mean that's that's gonna that's going to be be a little more flavor forward and give you more more flavor to the coffee. Um, when you grind it, it does it ages a little quicker. But if if you're buying if you're buying coffee that is freshly roasted it's not going to degrade that fast so um and a keurig that's fine um they have reef the little refillable you can put your own coffee in and put it in the keurig machine um that's the best way to do it because that again you're getting fresh coffee and if you're buying the little cups God knows how long it's been in those things, so it's pretty old. Um, and then it's all about a French press makes um, it, it's it's really bold, flavor forward brew um, because it's in there. It's it's you know the grinds are sitting with the water, and it's it's extracting all the flavor. Um, whereas a pour over. You know, it's it's in there with the grinds a very little amount of time, so it's a little cleaner and crisper. So it it there's a whole range, and 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 um, you know, I I think I just think the most important thing is it just start with start with fresh coffee, um, freshly roasted coffee, and you really you're you're not going to go wrong. And and experiment. I mean, have have fun with it. You know, the if. If you know you like a medium roast coffee, you you know, you like it kind of sweet and laid back, ask one of our baristas or ask, you know, wherever you are, ask, ask somebody, say, I like this. Is there something else I could try?
1: You know, and sometimes people will come in and say, you know, it just doesn't taste the same as it does in the shop. Um, So it's important to have the right grind size for the Mm -hmm. type brewing that you're doing and a healthy heat on your water <laughs> or the coffee will not extract properly.
0: Oh, So the, the temperature of the water is a factor as well.
2: Yeah. There's a, most, most coffee makers, like the Mr. Coffee in those, uh, the heating, the water should be at about 200 to 205 degrees. Um, most of those don't even quite get up to 200. So your coffee is going to taste a little flat. Like not, it's not pulling enough flavor out of the coffee. If the water doesn't get hot enough.
0: Wow. Super informative. This is, I'm telling you, this is people are going to watch this and there's so much to unpack in this. This is awesome.
2: (laughs) We'll we'll come back again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm telling you, my wheels are turning for something else. I have an idea. Um, Okay. But, but those are my questions for now. So, I mean, thank you so, so much. Um, when I repost this, I'll put the links to your website. Um, you. Suffering, you know, for people local, but, you know, people are watching this all around so they can buy. Anyone who watches this, you can buy the coffee anywhere in the country, I would imagine, through the website. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. taste what they're talking about. They sounds some cool stuff. Get that with a badass brew. That's the one, I think. So. That's the
2: one. There you go. Awesome! Thanks for having us, Rob. Definitely. Thank you so much, and thank you for not making us sing or play an instrument.
1: And next time we'll bring our
2: instruments. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it doesn't mean ukulele.
0: I yeah. I, but I need lessons, so. Well, I got I got a guy who can do lessons. But even okay. better yet, what we can do is post COVID, we oh, no. can come hang out at yeah. one of our places after hours, bring some coffee, bring some wine, bring some instruments, have a good time. Love that. Sounds, Sounds like great. Player.
2: Rob, awesome. thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Seriously. Stay safe. You as well. All right. Okay.
2: See ya.